0: Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 129 of Reality of the Rose. I'm your host, Natalie Sprink. Well, um, I have, I think, officially covered, recovered from Punta Cana. Um, we had so much fun. If you have not listened to the podcast of myself and Steph and Liz and Clara in Punta Cana talking about a lot of random stuff and getting a bit sillier as the podcast goes on, you, you need to um, go check it out. It's non-bachelor related. It was a lot of fun to record. I've actually gotten a lot of positive feedback on it. Um, even from people that don't know, you know, Steph, Liz or Clara, um, They just really enjoyed it and said they laughed a lot. So um, I encourage you to go listen to it because, well, it's just a lot of fun. And also, so also, I should say, I initially said that I was not going to record this week's episode three, a recap of The Bachelor, um, because my week was so busy. I'm leaving again on Friday to head to my stepson's 30th birthday party in California not going to be back until Monday night. Um, and just had a lot to do this week. However, after watching the bachelor from this week and realizing that they're going to have a Monday and Tuesday night special edition, why do they do that? We already are watching two hours, one night a week. We don't need to watch four hours within two nights. I'm assuming it's gonna be four hours. I guess I don't know that for sure, but either way, I can't recap three episodes together. So I decided that I'm just gonna go ahead and do a quick recap of episode three and release that first and then recap four and five next week. So this is going to be releasing on Thursday morning and next Wednesday. I hope to be releasing the recap of, um, geez, Monday and Tuesday night's episodes, whatever. Okay, so there you go. Um, If that changes, I might release it Thursday. We'll see how things go, but I'll let you know. Anyway, um, you know, there's not a ton to talk about tonight. I really want to mainly hit a few sort of highlights, I guess. Um, in Bachelor Nation news let's see is there anything i I saw just on Instagram tonight that Clayton is continuing his um podcast i don't want to call it a podcast tour but i I saw that he is on another podcast talking more about the girl who um, set him up with being fake pregnant, and um sounds like he gets pretty emotional on the podcast. But, uh, he's continuing his journey to try and expose this woman, uh, without saying her name, but so respect there because man, did he go through it? Um, let's see, Nick. Well, initially he was on Nick Vile's podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. But speaking of Nick, he and his fiance, Natalie, nice name, um, had their baby girl and they named her river Rose. I believe if I'm not mistaken, um, I have to say, from the pictures they've posted so far, she is freaking adorable. I mean, she is one of you know, some babies can not be cute, like, if you're just being, you know, honest about it. But she is very, very, very cute, like, just adorable, perfect face. Anyway, yeah, she was born on the 2nd of February, so River Rose. <laughs> and let's see i don't know that there's much else to talk about um have i talked about maybe i haven't talked about the fact that susie and justin finally um went public that they're a couple finally i've been on my stories if you follow me on my instagram i've been for months being like, when are, they gonna, when are they gonna announce they're a couple? Surely they're a couple. Aren't they a couple? They've gotta be a couple. Don't they have to be a couple? And finally they came out a few weeks ago with the fact that they had been a couple for a little while already. Um, I'd like to listen to a podcast with them. I'm sure there's one out with them like talking about this whole how this all came about. But um, so I'm really happy for them. I think they're a cute couple I think they make super funny. Um, good content for social media together. Uh, So congratulations to them. Um, I might be missing something, but I suppose that's good for now, right? Um, Okay. And I really, to be honest, haven't been on it that much because I've been trying to stay away from spoilers from tonight, for tonight's episode this week. But I don't, you know, there really wasn't that many spoilers to be had. So... Uh, I can't say that, um, you know, I was missing much. Uh, So let's jump into it. That being said, Um, okay, so we started out this episode with the flash forward scene, and it was a scene about Joey confronting the women at what looks like a group date about um, some bullying behavior, and that pretty much became the premise for the show. Um, I will say, I mean, I'll go I'll go segment by segment here, but I will say in general that I think that this almost rivals the Kathy and Teresa drama we had on Golden Bachelor with feeling somewhat contrived. Um, and I'm not sure if it's contrived by the producers or if Sydney is just very, very desperate to. Get screen time in some form or fashion because she knows that Joey has no intentions of picking her. Because I'm left very confused by watching her continually, especially in the last half of the episode, call Maria a mean girl. Because I don't, I really, really don't see where I've seen her being a mean girl, at least from what we've been being shown. The only thing that she did was on the last episode where the age thing came up with Medina. And she said something like to someone else, like, I can't, I don't know why Medina is saying that. I mean, I'm old too. I don't feel like that's being mean girl at all. She was stating a fact. And honestly, on this episode, Medina and her seem to squash their beef, but Sydney is persistent in the fact that she's a mean girl. And unless she has seen things that they have edited out, it just blows my mind that Sydney has taken this path. Um, It doesn't seem to me that anybody else doesn't dislike Maria. And as I said on my last recap, on the very first episode, I had a bit of a bad taste in my mouth about Maria, but right away in the second episode that changed and I actually really like her a lot. I think that she just says things how they are. Someone mentioned tonight just said use the word straightforward. And that is true for sure. She maybe just says things how they are, but she doesn't really say them in a mean way. And she seems very logical about the things that she says. And I think she seems like she'd be a really fun person to be around. She seems to actually be really nice to the other women, I, my mind was blown by Sydney. I, I, she feels like so super manipulative and this feels like forced drama, I guess, because it seems that there, again, is really no obvious bil- villain kind of like on golden bachelor. So they're trying really hard to create a villain for us. And I don't know if they're trying to make Maria be the villain. I really don't know if they are. At least for me, they have failed and they have made Sydney the villain because she seems a little kooky right now with how overboard she's going with this. She clearly does not care about forming a relationship with Joey. She only cares about exposing Maria for I don't know what, to be honest. And to me, it feels like a classic case of Sydney being jealous of Maria Uh, Because of her sort of charm and charisma and that probably a lot of most of the other girls like her and that she is somewhat of a free spirit. Um, And I feel like it it simply is a matter of her being just jealous. So I (laughs) I don't know that that I mean, that was one of the main uh, premises premise of tonight's show. Uh, and so, those are my thoughts about it. Like, spoiler alert, not that it's going to be, but they both stay in the end. He gives them both a rose 100,000%. The rose was a producer rose that Sydney got, I believe. I think that he would have chosen Maria, and I've had Maria. Let's see, where is she? She's in my top four, actually, still. And I say, still, she is. But. I think he would have chosen her either way. I don't think she's going to win, but I think he would have chosen her either way. But Sydney, I think they have zero chemistry and she knows it and he knows it. And the producers made him give her the rose because um, of the drama. And they want to continue some drama for a couple more weeks. Um, So yeah, those that's my thoughts on that uh, for now. I mean, I'll, I'll go along here and see what I have in my notes here so okay um at the beginning they announced there's 18 women left i couldn't remember for sure how many it was but um we learned from jesse that there's going to be two group dates and another one-on-one date and we start with the group date which is a little pageant contest thingy that is called mrs Wright, and april and susan and kathy and nancy which is the little askin crew from golden bachelor make an appearance, which all of them, I are very lovely ladies, especially love Susan. Well, actually they all are, are really good. Although Nancy, eh, I'm not sure what Nancy, she, she, she's a little much sometimes and she should not be a host. Uh, she hosted the bachelor wedding and I was like, maybe zip it just a little bit there, Nancy. Um, no pun intended. Did you get that? Did you get that? Because she was the Zip It Lady. Yeah. Um, so they have this live audience and they kind of run through it pretty quickly. Basically, they just had a they had like three little segments they had to compete in. One was Sunday chill loungewear. And I guess they had to be creative and sort of like personalize their own loungewear. And then they paraded that in front of everybody. And then they had this question and answer segment. And they didn't really expand on that real wholeheartedly either. They made it obvious, at least for me from the beginning that Lexi was gonna get the be the winner because they really only showed any extent of a question and answer segment. They um focused on Lexi's answer, which was something that like, uh, I don't know, they said something. I don't remember the question they asked, but what, what do you like most about Joey? I, I don't know. And she says that he remembers the little things. And I thought that was a good, um, character, characteristic for her to point out, because I think that is one of the good things about Joey is he seems very specific with each girl and remembers the little things. Um, but then they had a talent show, Edwina sang a song that she made up. Maria did some tumbling. Sydney does this cheer that is, ugh, that had to have given him the ick. Like, it had to. It gave me the ick. It was so weird and awkward. And she has a very high opinion of herself as well. And then Lexi went to prove that, like, her talent was supposed to be the best kisser. And so she obviously takes a chance, kisses him on stage. They decide that she's a winner. So we go to the nighttime portion. And Edwina, I don't she got a rose tonight too. She I don't think she's gonna last much longer. She, she I can't decide about her or not. She on this they had her like ITMing about how she didn't think it was fair that Lexi won because k- kissing isn't really a talent. And I was like, what no kidding? Do you think that cheer that so and so did was a talent? I mean what <laughs> I feel like it wasn't literal. And I think that everyone was in on that, maybe except for you. So I, anyway, but um, so on this date, I feel like, and this is going with the people that I have chosen for like the top six, but to me, he, I've absolutely felt the most chemistry between he and Lexi and he and Kelsey A. And it was because of the comments he made about them in his ITMs. They sh- they pretty much showed him with ev- most girls or every girl, I think even. But the comments he made about them individually to me told volumes. So like to Lexi, he said he um, it, it's effortless with her and that it's getting better and better all the time. Um, I th- she's like 30, I believe. He's 28, she's 30. And then about Kelsey A, he told her that it just feels so right. He just can't really describe it. And he told her something similar to that at the pool party. And just like the way he, you know how we talked about his like stare and his like gaze into their eyes. Even though he does it by far the most intensely with Daisy. He also had that same look with like a similar look to Lexi and Kelsey A. Um, but you could just, the way he expressed again, his, the detail about each of them said to me more that he is into both of them a little bit too. He just called Edwina, a this, these are an ITMs, a great person and so sweet. Ugh, yikes. Um, and Alison, he said is extremely attractive and fun to be around. <laughs> so I like, that's a no. Um, they both did get roses tonight. And then he said that there's a lot to unravel about Maria and he wants to know more. That was what he said about her. And, um, then let's see, he told, Oh, he took Mar- Marina to the, Medina, sorry, funky, call Medina, Medina to the side. And, um, I guess she, in the last show referenced something about there being a, a bit of drama. So this is where she kind of brings up the age thing, but she would not tell him who like she said she felt bullied she didn't say she was bullied she said she felt bullied and she didn't call anyone a bully we were clear on that because ria made that clear later or medina did too and um joey asked if he could you know will you tell me who this was with and she wouldn't say which total respect for Medina here, like total and complete respect for the fact that she didn't call anybody out and she didn't bring it up. He brought it up to her. She did not bring it up. Um. So then Joey ITMs like that. He wants this to be a safe place for everybody and that's important to him. So when they come back from the commercial, they actually cut to the mansion where we find out that Jen Gets the one-on-one. She's the PA. She's the one I really like too. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, though. But <clears throat> then we go back to the group a- group date. Um, he gives Kelsey a the group date rose. So again, this is the one that I that he says you know this is one of the top six my top six. But he then mentions that he. The, using the word bully scares him and he doesn't like that there's something on the house that he doesn't know about that has anything to do with drama or bullying because he absolutely does not like drama whatsoever. And then he leaves the women. And when he leaves, Medina just comes clean and says, I think he said that because this is what I told him. And she tells everyone that she said she felt bullied, but didn't mention anybody's name. I'm going to take a drink. Hang on just a sec. And it's not champagne like when we were in Punta Cana. So, so then at first, Maria and Medina start talking about it. And Maria tries to just squash the beef with Medina right there and say, you know, like, I'm sorry that that made you feel that way. I absolutely didn't mean to do it that way. And then Sydney is when she first pipes up and's like, well, I've, I felt bullied too. And she was like, when have you felt bullied? Like, what did I say? And she's like, I'm not, I am and she like laughs real condescending condescendingly at Maria and says, I'm not engaging in this and I, I have to remove myself from this. And Maria's like, I don't like, what are you even talking about? I, I you know, she she tried to rationally she is the one that tried to rationally talk to, in my opinion, talk to Sydney about why are you saying this? And what specifically are you talking about? And obviously Sydney has nothing to back up what she's saying. So she just calls Maria catty, and that she is and says, I'm happy with my own character. Well, okay, great. So is Maria. Like what? Ooh, I just yuck. They're doing, I guess they're doing a good job of making her the villain, even though she's not seeing it. And she thinks she's being like, uh, She thinks she's being like the savior of everybody and getting rid of the mean girl. Then she leaves and says, I'm getting a cab. I'm done with this negative environment and leaves. (laughs) Oh, God. She's kind of crazy. Oh, my word. Um, And I'm sorry, but maybe it's because she's being such a bitch, but she is not cute, in my opinion. Way too skinny. I'm sorry. And I don't mean to body shame, but like, (sighs) she's, you know how people look uglier once they're just being bitchy and mean. So yeah. Um, So then it's the next morning and they show a few of the girls discussing just like at the house about the drama that went down and about how, you know, Joey was talking about the bullying thing and they did show Medina and I think it was star talking about it. And they were both saying how they really like Maria and they think that Sydney is going way overboard with it. They showed some other girls too, talking about, Someone else said that they, I think actually actually it was Kelsey A said that she really likes Sydney and that they're friends, but yet she thinks that Sydney doesn't handle things in the proper way. So it definitely seems like the other women in the house are thinking this is also being blown way out of proportion on Sydney's side of thing. Maria confronts Medina and they definitely for a second time squash the beef, like very clearly in my opinion. Um. So whatever then it's Jens one on one they um go surfing uh, really my main comment from this this portion is that Joey is just so good as a bachelor he is so good in every situation every scenario he seems to just have the like the like the most appropriate funny phrase or the most like little sarcastic funny comment you know, he's like, teases them in the most non-awkward way. I just love how he communicates with every single girl, whether he actually has a close, uh like, connection with them or not. I I just, it's the ideal bachelor. Oh, my gosh. I just love him so much. So, and he can surf. He can surf, too, and play tennis. Um... But I made a comment that I don't really know about this daytime part. I, I didn't feel the connection between them. I didn't, I wanted to, cause I really like Jen. And let's see, do I have her? I have her in my top four. And I'm not to say that she doesn't, but I don't, I, she just, I wasn't, I was hoping for more on this daytime portion. So I made, the, I made the note that I hope that she maybe does more for us or they have more of a, a bonding time in the nighttime portion. But in my opinion, unfortunately, they did not. Um, Her PTC was that she has had, and again, I don't mean to minimize anybody's PTC or their personal, like tragedy story that they've had in their life because different, different, um, different backgrounds or, or, you know, different scenarios, people take in different ways and, and that's not the one i'm that's not what i wanted to say but you know some things might be harder for other people um some people have major major trauma that you know happen in their life like physical abuse and and drug abuse and addiction and like really serious issues um and then others have things that maybe aren't quite so serious in a general level and not to make anyone feel like their situation you know isn't hard for them if it is hard for them but like it just feels like not that big a deal because her hers was that P, her ptc was that she's been in some bad relationships but she blamed it on the fact that her parents fought all the time when she was young and she had to basically take care of herself which i <clears throat> I, I guess her dad they they slept in different rooms for like six years she didn't know what a happy couple was she felt unwanted by her dad and didn't feel truly loved and that he currently is now not a part of her life um i'd be curious to know the mom side of things did she not feel loved at all was she like abandoned by him or did they just not have a good relationship i i feel like i i feel personally feel like she was reaching a little bit for a PTC to share with Joey. Um, Daisy's was way better. <laughs> Daisy's was way better. And it, it just felt co- contrived for the show because they have to come up with something, you know, if they're gonna have a one-on-one, they have to have a PTC to tell. And he was very nice about it and kind and all that. But, um, you know, it, it was just whatever. And I just did, I didn't feel it nearly as much as with Daisy, not even close to be honest. Um, She did have a really super, super cool drone fireworks show that with the drones, it spelled out um, Jen, uh, will you accept this rose? And even that her reaction seemed again, I know they're editing it, but they didn't seem as like, she didn't feel like she was having that much fun with him. And then it like announces like up there with the drones, it says the bachelor. And he's like looking up, he was like, oh, the bachelor, that's me. He says it real like, like, and she just was like, he, I, <laughs> I thought that was funny because I would feel like he was like, oh, that's me. And she, I don't know. It was just not what I was hoping for. Um, I still think she'll probably make it far. I think she's just drop dead gorgeous, but I was just disappointed by their connection. Um, or their lack of. So then we have the next group date, and the next group date was a tennis themed group date, and he brought on two tennis professionals to help him with the date. So they have this part of it where they're just like practicing like serving and stuff, whatever. And then Jesse comes in and announces that there's a little bit of a twist, basically. And the twist is that they have to all go dressed up in costumes and they're on teams. Now, this is very like identical to the pickleball date that Gary had on Golden Bachelor. Like, identical. Totally identical, except one was pickleball and one was tennis. Because the girls all went up dressed up in kind of like silly costumes as doubles. And then they played each other. And it was like this little tiny tournament. Um, so the teams were... Crybabies, Babies, The Hot Dog and the Bun, The Beehive, and Lobster and Butter. Those were the four teams. So they play, and actually, now I have to say, and then of course they had Jesse, and then the two pros were like the commentators. And I really did actually enjoy the date. I thought that they did a good job of making it be funny, but like having everyone like in on the joke. Um, Every time they had the girls ITM about, you know, them playing, they had all kinds of little puns about their costumes, you know, like, like they themselves did. But also, for instance, when the babies were playing the hot dog and bun, Jesse says to the pro woman, have you have you ever played tennis in a baby outfit before? You know, just super serious. And she was like, no, I can't say they have. Now I've acted like a baby before, but I've not played, you know, and then they pretended like they were changing each other's diapers on the court and the other pro says something like, Now that is definitely something I've not seen on the tennis court before. And then then uh they talked I don't know, they they kept throwing puns out and they all were, you know, corny as hell, but just funny. I mean it was entertaining for me to watch. Um so, I feel like it was I don't even know was it lobster and butter that won, and I thought this was cute too, and funny, but of course, it's not gonna be funny when I say it now, but they win champagne for like that's what they won a champagne, and the they had the little the babies, which was Daisy and I think star possibly, and they were like that and star says that we babies can't have champagne anyway." And Daisy goes, yeah, like we didn't even want to win then. You know, it was, see, I knew, are you laughing? I, I hope you're laughing. <laughs> it was just cute. It was funny in the time I laughed out loud. I literally was watching it and laughed out loud. I thought that was funny. Um, But it was it was entertaining, I suppose. You know, didn't really mean anything in the scheme of things. He didn't learn anything about that, <laughs> except that, you know, I think they had more fun with each other, honestly, on this date than they did with, with actually Joey um okay we're actually like getting close to being done here (laughs) almost with the episode but i'm right at my 30 minutes so i'm gonna cut out and i will be back in a second okie dokie so then we have um oh the group date date, night portion um again a not lot happens on this part um it was kind of a funny thing. Rachel had her part and her earring gets caught in his sweater when she was giving him like the initial hug to like tell him hi. And she, <laughs> she couldn't get out of it. And a producer like had to come over and get her earring out of his sweater. I She said she was totally embarrassed. I thought it was freaking funny. Um, okay. But then seriously, so Daisy was on this group date and they had their one-on-one time. And I was like, okay just reminded about their chemistry. I mean, the way he looks at her, it literally is like he's, I said this, it's like, he's looking into her cochlear implant. I'm, he's, he is looking deep, 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 deep in her eyes. It, and so she kind of just says, you know, I know I, I, I told you a lot at Arno one one but I just wanted to like, circle back and see if you had any questions and so they talk about her cochlear implant some more and he um she says you want to touch it and he made some joke about oh i you know if if you're gonna ask if i can touch it or something like that it was kind of funny but he did and he talks about how it just makes her special and it's you know they are just if she doesn't win i will just fall over dead i they're just amazingly cute together. And like the way she kept giggling at them, like on their tennis date and stuff, oh, they're so cute. Um, but it's off the charts. Their chemistry is 100% off the charts. Um, however, he did give the group date rose to Caitlyn because she gave this little PTC about how there's literally no women in her family that are married or they're all single, like all of them. And so, you know, he... It was, of course, Joey nice and talking about how, well, maybe that just means she comes from a long line of strong, independent women. And she's like, yeah, I'm you know, glad you appreciate that, blah, 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 whatever. Um, he gives her the group date. And that was pretty much it. There was really not much more notable notable on this nighttime group date. Uh, Caitlin definitely isn't going to go that far, though, I'm sure. It was a producer rose, thousand percent sure. Um, so then back in the mansion, we have Sydney and Leah, ta- like mean girl kind of talking. Leah wasn't, I, Sydney said something about, I don't want anyone to go home. And then, and then Leah is the one that says, well, except for one. And I was like, okay, Leah, well, were you saying that because you know that Sydney doesn't like her? I really, I don't feel like whatever, but they were kind of shit talking Maria, which I thought was shitty. Who's being a mean girl now? Um. And of course, Sydney says this again that she's a mean girl, and she announces she's going to address it with Joey, um, because of course that's really the smart thing to do. If you've ever watched The Bachelor, you know the people that are tattletales always make it till the very end and get married to Joey. <sighs> um, so then they come back. It's you know, like um, they're all of course crammed on the couches. Jesse comes in, and as he has done so many times, announces that there is not going to be a cocktail party. Because there's gonna be a pool party and they're gonna have KFC chicken. Wow, was this a hardcore sponsorship or what? Like, I don't know that they've ever done this before with any any product at all. Like it was a hard, hardcore sponsorship. I wonder how much KFC paid for this spot. Like, wow, they spent a lot of time on chicken and some and some biscuits and mac and cheese too. Like it was they did not let it go um so this is sort of where we just I, i there's no need to like go back and forth but you know sydney does the little tattling part makes it totally sound like when they had their confrontation at the group date um that they made she made it sound like Maria was really the aggressor, and that she was calm, cool, and collected, and really kept her calm, and just removed herself from the negative, negativeness, and she was just trying to defend her her friend Marina, and of course made herself sound like so rational. So Joey's like upset, pulls Maria. Maria clearly gets upset, and I am glad that he is a good reader of character which is why i know it was a producer rose because maria like immediately got teary-eyed and like looked away and was like you know i was bullied as a kid so i would never do that to somebody and she said I, we did have a basically she admitted there was a confrontation but she said i asked her what what did i do to bully you and she had no answer and you know she said something like i'll say this if if you like if, if you like Caitlin or Caitlin, if you like Sydney, then you might as will send me home because I, you aren't going to like me because we're totally two different people and said something about like, if, if he asked her this and this and this question, and he admitted that, no, I probably didn't ask her enough questions about it. And I should have. And he ITMs that, that he actually felt like Maria's reaction to the whole thing was a lot more authentic than Sydney's was. And of course then he's like distraught. And of course there's like been a bunch of girls who didn't even get to talk to him because of all this drama and the, uh, the pool party ends and he leaves to go contemplate for the rose ceremony. Um. So uh, let's see. Um. Okay. I made a note here that again, clearly, at least clearly for me, Maria is not the villain and Sydney now is the villain. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm curious what the producers are meaning to do here. Um, so anyway, it is the rose ceremony and he comes in, seems confident, doesn't really seem distraught by it, but I think it's because he doesn't maybe didn't have to choose one. The producer sort of let him off the hook this time. Um, and let sydney stay um so the roses go to lexi then leah kelsey t rachel medina daisy jess edwina autumn allison maria gets the second to last rose and then sydney gets the last rose so the girls that went home are chrisa star and evelyn um, we have 15 left sydney continues one more time to call maria mean girl And we then find out that there's going to be back to back episodes next Monday and Tuesday. (laughs) So uh, they make it look like there's a little bit of drama between some, like it looks like Medina might be part of some drama with someone else. But you know, you never know in the previews because they seem to edit those pretty thickly and it's not what it ever looks like. Um, I thought the tag was probably the funniest part of the whole show. So they cut to Jesse sitting in on this little like, blow-up Colonel Sanders thing in the pool, like this blow-up floaty, and he's eating chicken, of course, KFC chicken, and he's like, um, ladies, this is the final rose tonight, and he's like, no, that's too many words. lady, Ladies, this is the final rose tonight ladies final rose he's enunciated it differently and he's like I, you know this is stupid it's stupid anyway because like obviously it's the final rose tonight there's only one rose there that's like stating the obvious why 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 do we even say that that's dumb and then he's like uh ladies and then he goes okay so ladies uh say your goodbyes and what is it please say your please say your goodbyes how does he say it actually if you didn't get a rose tonight please say your goodbyes and then he was like, hmm, uh, adios, uh, hit the rocks. And he was throwing out little phrases. I, <laughs> It was funny. It was actually very, very funny. I think Jesse is a really good host. I like him. I wish they would let him use his personality and his humor a little bit more uh, organically on the show, like they just did in that tag. Um, but anyway, that was that. Um, overall continuing to really like the show. I really, really do like this group of ladies and girls and girls, girls and ladies. I I guess it's one, um, still loving Joey. I, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to have any critiques yet. Um, because I think it's overall good. Obviously it can have some criticisms here and there, but, um, overall still really being entertained by this show. um, Yeah. So there we are, people. That was the uh, episode three recap. And um, I'll let you know whether my recap for episodes four and five will come out on Wednesday or Thursday. Sort of depends, again, on my schedule, how I feel just getting back from this next trip. (laughs) I'm going on a lot of trips lately. Not that that's a, that's a total first world problem. I love to travel. Um, but, uh, it's a lot in a row. Plus my work is really busy, but yeah, you don't want to hear about that. So, um, okay. Well, first of all, as always, I would love it. If you could please go me a rating. Also, if you are on Spotify, you'll notice that I always put like a little poll and a little question, um, like after my podcast description. So if you ever want to go in and like take part in the poll or answer the question, that would really help me because any kind of interaction y'all have with me only helps me. If you want to hit subscribe or follow or any of those things, I would be so appreciative and tell your friends. Um, okay, so I'm going to end with this Bible verse, which is, um, hang on a second. I'm going to search for one here. Um, okay. It is John 13, verse 34, and it is, So, now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Yeah, Sydney. Um, so I hope you all have a great week and, um, take care of yourselves and be kind to others and just, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye.